Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Interim No, no, no No? They are fully the Tag Team Champions They're the full ones? Yeah Well, Banks and Naomi vacated the belt Vacated, of course Huh Wow, so they They're the full-on Women's Tag Team Champions It sure is them Aaliyah She's been there since 2015 Aaliyah is, and, and she was in NXT for a long time. Like me and Laurie used to do it as a running joke that she'll never get called up to the main roster. She didn't just get called up, mate. She's the women's tag team champion. <laughs> I know. One half of. She was in her own hometown last week. Silence. Nobody knew her. Yeah. But now, good for her. Good for, good for her. Good I'm for sure her and she, Raquel I'm, Rodriguez. They looked very happy. Yes. Well, that's their character. <laughs> They're happy. They hug each other. Roll up. They have got zero chemistry. This is what... This, okay, no, you do, do the intro, then we'll do this. Welcome to the <laughs> WWE Raw Review Podcast. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luco and DAD. Please, if you haven't already, give us a subscribe. Press the thumbs up button. Help the algorithm. Leave a comment if you're watching on the on-demand version with your thoughts on Raw. And send in the Ultra Chats, not to the usual link, because... We something's gone wrong. The link is our short link. No, what's it called? It's like our redirect. A redirect. God, you can tell I haven't worked on websites for a year. Hmm. I forgot what it is. The redirect currently isn't working. So you have to go directly to the link. But our moderators are spamming it in the chat, and it is posted in the video description down below. So use that link, not the huge link. Yeah, the one that says WT Clips. Actually, it was actually just Wrestle Talk Clips. Wrestle Talk Clips. God, the Halison days. Yeah, yeah. Wrestle Talk clips. It was like five names ago for this yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. Wrestle Two. Yeah, do you remember that Became one? Wrestle Two. Good times. That's this episode of Raw. First up, loved a lot of it. Great episode of Raw. I, I would say this is a, another great two-hour show. Hmm. I would. I would slightly disagree with that. I actually thought this was a very good. Not going to use the word great. A very good three-hour show. No, no. A good three-hour show that just had a finish that made me go, huh. Yes. So this is the main event. I, I like that WWE are actually putting the main events on in the end of the third hour, no matter what the numbers say, because it does make the whole experience of watching the episode feel right. That's the way things should pan out. And it was the final of the Women's Tag Team title tournament, which has been going on since... SummerSlam. Yeah, the week after SummerSlam. It's, it was announced a lot longer ago than that. And it's been a bit of a botch tournament. We had uh, some people get pulled due to injury or other reasons. Yeah, so Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark, who were supposed to be the NXT call-ups from this, uh, Stark was reportedly injured and Lyons was occupied, mm -hmm. occupado. Uh, and then they were replaced by Toxic Attraction, who then beat Natalia and Sonya Deville, and then Gigi Dolan got injured of Toxic Attraction. So 
then Natalia and Sonia <laughs> Deville had a fatal four-way match with Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop and Zaya Lee and Shotzi and, don't tell me, Dana Brooke and Tamina. It went 90 seconds and Sonia and Natalia won. And then they lost to Raquel and Aaliyah later on that night. It was quite poor. This is why you're so good at Quizzlemania. <laughs> you said every one of those names. Thanks, mate. And I don't know if they're right. But you said it with such confidence. I mean, I'm I'm 80% sure that is correct. What's a Natalia? I've never heard of her. Um, but yes, this... But as I, as I say in the predictions video that hasn't come out yet... It's out tomorrow. Weird. But it doesn't matter because the whole point of this tournament is to get over Eo Sky and Dakota Kai. They're part of Bailey's new faction. It was really, it felt like the whole tournament was designed for them. Because they're new call-ups. They're, a, they're great wrestlers. Eo Sky is like one of the more exciting wrestlers in the whole roster, but they've not really been booked that well. But again, doesn't matter because they're going to be the tag team champions. And then go into a feud with Sasha Banks and Naomi, mm. which will spin off into Banks versus Bailey, and it'll all be awesome. Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah just look. I wrote at the start, I like that this is getting the main event, even if it's super predictable. I had almost the exact same, not the exact same note, but I was like, huh. I mean, this is going one way, and I sort of like phased out a little bit of actually watching the match. I was like, just going to wait until Dakota and Eo win the match here, and then I'll, I'll get on with the rest of my day, and I'll just finish up my notes here. Because Aaliyah and Raquel, grand. She's I, got a back. I, she has got a back. That is 100. I, and she smiles. Those are her two character traits, which is two more than Aaliyah has. <laughs> and they had a backstage segment where I was like, this is going to be one of those times where I go onto a podcast and I say, bloody hell, they've got zero chemistry. And I get a hundred people telling me they're the best of mm. friends. Look at their Instagram. They're always hanging out with each other. But blow me down, that does not translate to television. It feels like these two have only just met. Yeah. And they were like, oh man, we've got 30 seconds before this promo. Uh, think of a thing to say. Think of a, what can we call ourselves? Uh, the bougie and the something. All right, we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out on the, it'll be all right on the night. Yeah, what are, they're called the bougie. And the back, like it was baddie, mate. I don't know what it was, but like they. My point is that they just feel like two nothings who got zero chemistry and/or presence. Io Sky and Dakota Kai, I grant you, are also a Franken team. They've been smushed together, uh, but as, but as the purpose got of character, right? Yeah, but they've also got character. Gonzalez and or Rodriguez and um, Aaliyah. They feel like an act that was put together in the old regime. The one where you're just like, women. Yeah. You know, just going to put two women together. Nia Jax and uh, uh, Sage, Sasha Banks. Oh, no, and, and what was her name? <laughs> Shayna Baszler, sorry. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Uh, Natalia and Sonia Deville. You just you smush together. Dana Brooke and Tamina. Natalia and Tamina. You just, you just go together. Can someone in the chat please come up with a random women's tag uh, division generator. Ooh, I like uh, it. Let me let me look at the the <laughs> roster here. I'm just going to I'm what? just going to spin my finger and see where it lands. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we've got Queen Zelina. Nice. Tagging got, with tagging with oh, I hope it's Carmella. Alexa Bliss. Why not? Has that I feel like that's happened. And uh, they would go together because they're both like 5 foot tall. Yeah. Five feet of queendom. Oh, there, yeah, there you go. I love it. <laughs> do you want to go? Do, <laughs> yeah, do, do, do Smackdown. Oh, I'll do Smackdown. So you've got it. It's, yeah, you've, yeah, you've, yeah, you've yeah, not got much wiggle room. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, no, I've gone too far. Uh, Liv Morgan. Okay. The current champion. Yeah. And Adam Pierce. Hold on. Zia <laughs> Lee. Yeah, that is, that's a classic team. Yeah. That, that like four months ago, before Liv won the belt, Liv would have been destined for that team together. Because Lee would have like been like, I'm the protector, and you keep getting beaten up by Becky mm -hmm. Lynch, so I'm going to come in and protect you now before I randomly turn heel. That's a long way of saying we're not fully into the idea of these two as champions. Uh, great for them. Lovely. I mean, they look very thrilled to win these belts that I thought were on a path to be relevant again. Mm -hmm. 
Turns out I was wrong. They're yeah. just on people now. Uh, I've seen a lot of people also very happy. You know, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm really happy for Aaliyah and uh, Rodriguez. Let's see where, the, where this goes, because it's unpredictable. My stance on it is that, yeah, it was unpredictable, but in in a bad way. And the, the reason it's bad is not a neg on Aaliyah and Rodriguez, although that is what we've been doing for about nine minutes yeah. now. It's more of how this makes Sky and Kai look. I feel like this will genuinely damage their momentum going forward. This is their debut month. They needed a big win like this to appear credible. But what's going to happen is this is... This seems very much like the old NXT call-ups where you just lose. Yeah. And you've got a big... This is your big chance to make a name for yourself. Oh, and you lose that one too. You're nothing more than Bailey's seconds. Hopefully they, they can rise up from that. But as of right now, I think that's a bad trajectory they're on. And again, this is in our predictions video that's going out tomorrow. I, for me, this has killed a lot of the momentum mm. that the, the six-woman tag has for Clash at the Castle, which I think is it's a shame as well because the, a lot of this show was doing a really good job of hyping up matches and building up the wrestlers that are going to be at Clash at the Castle. Like the opening tag match, yeah, it weren't much. But Damian Priest and Finn Balor got a win. Damian Priest gets a win after the loss last week. It continues Dolph Ziggler's losing streak. That achieved so mm -hmm. much, and it builds up a match that's coming up this sun this Saturday, as well as stuff that'll happen on Monday. This loss just felt like a well, no one will see it coming. So that's that. And and yeah, like it oh, it makes them so mad going into this Saturday's match because they lost and now they're looking for revenge. But I feel like it's devalued the tag titles, which really felt like they were they needed some momentum yeah. behind them. They needed some stars. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think this has done anything. This hasn't elevated Raquel or Aaliyah either. If anything, it feels just it's dragged the division down. Mm -hmm. They now just go into a feud with Dana Brooke and Tamina because that's the sort of level they feel at. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't see Rodriguez going against some of the big stars. And apparently, Kunta Meltzer, the whole reason they won is because they want to give Rodriguez the big push. Well, she she was very well protected in this match. She was the one that had the big hot tag. She kicked out of Sky's moonsault. And that to me just to zero reaction. Yeah, that's you know one of the coolest looking moves today. And I was like, oh no! <laughs> uh, when Aaliyah got that blind tag, I was like, are they going to are they going to win this? Yeah, I was like, you don't want to be kicking out of that. That move should not be a near fall for the first year. If you're doing it right, if you're doing proper wrestling booking, which is what I thought Triple H was doing by and large. You do you protect that move. So the other thing to mention of this match is that many people noted that uh, Aaliyah pinned Dakota Kai, mm. who was not the legal woman in the match. Um, EO Sky was. Yeah. So some people think that maybe this was actually done on purpose to protect Sky mm. and Kai, and it would just be a reason for them to have a rematch down the line for the tag belts. Why? But if that's the case, and then Sky and Kai just win the belts, that becomes an even bigger why. It's like, why didn't you just have them win in the first place? Yeah, especially like you said, you've beaten the people with the match on the pay-per-view. And that's generally bad booking. And Aaliyah lost in five minutes last week to Bailey, where she got no offense in whatsoever. Yeah. They've done nothing to make this team feel like a big deal. Like Adam turned around in the office earlier and said, I don't know why everyone's upset about the... Raquel and Aaliyah thing, I think it's a, a perfectly fine decision. And I was like, no one's mad about it. Everyone's puzzled by it. And was like, I don't know why this has happened. I've got a theory on Adam. Okay. Um, he will... He's thick. This is what, no, this is what happens. Something something big will happen on a Raw or an AEW, you know, the shows we all watch in the office, and we'll come in. <clears throat> and Adam knows we've seen them. Yeah. And this will happen. Oh, you know that hugely controversial thing that I probably expect you didn't like? I liked it. Oh, the, the That's what he does. The Louis Dangor Twitter method. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he knows he's doing it to sort of... Uh, well, Louis doesn't. I, I think he's gem just gently prodding us. <laughs> he's trolling us. Uh, but yeah, just to recap the, the match, Bailey interfered slightly. She was chased off by Belair, Bliss and Asuka. I didn't like that visual. I didn't like the look of three people chasing off the heel. Um, and then, yeah, it was this blind tag that Leah won, which is pretty similar to the finishes they've had 
in this tournament so far. Yeah, it was it was a perfectly fine match, I guess. Like, I don't was, even think it was that good. It was like it was nothing special to it. It was like no one will remember this match happened in a, in a handful of weeks outside of people being like, oh, that was a weird finish uh, to the show, wasn't mm. it? Like, I guess I don't think it achieved what it really set out to do. And if Banks and Naomi are coming back, which you know the rumor has it that they are. I don't see them going into a feud with Aaliyah and Rodriguez because, like, they're two bigger stars to do yeah. that. Like, I think if you're bringing them back, you want to feud them with, like, the top names. And unfortunately, we stuck the women's tag titles on two no names and we aren't elevating them in the process. Well, but we'll see where it goes from here. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. see what your thoughts are on the ultra chats remember not the usual ultra chats link there is a another link in the chat because we're experiencing some technical issues stevie howlin says i like the fact that bailey's group won't immediately run into the sasha naomi return the separation of the storylines is better for the women overall in my opinion um yeah, I mean, Adam made a similar point in the office, funny enough, where he was like, Sky and Kai are busy doing something else. And I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're currently feuding with some other people, but they don't, them having the tag belts doesn't stop that. They are, se- what you mean is, they're seconds to Bel Air versus Bailey. And, that's, which I, don't think uh, and I, I think that is the real damage of this, is that it does highlight them as you are just the muscle mm-hmm. and not even particular. Like, actually, you're kind of the muscle. Yeah, you're right. They're just the seconds to Bailey. The point, the, star. the point of all of this is, of course, to get over Kai, get over Sky, but then also get over the women's tag belts. And I don't think holding off on the Sasha Naomi thing uh, is, is the best idea here. I think you want to give that women's tag division all the respect and star power that it needs as soon as possible. It makes me think that Stark and Leon, uh, Lions were probably supposed to win this. Yeah, potentially. Or like Toxic Attraction was supposed to win mm. this. You know, the replacements. Slick Rob, what is with Triple H booking Raquel to win a title that Dakota Kai should win? <laughs> <laughs> this is the third time that's happened. She's Very got a good. massive back. Great back. 
Nathan Portwoman, I decided to watch Raw from start to finish. Overall, good show. When Aaliyah's when Aaliyah disappeared, I knew what was up, but I was still as surprised as she was when they won. I miss Raquel's old gimmick, look and music. I'll be honest, even in NXT, I thought Raquel's gimmick was I have a back. I feel like they've brought her, mm. I've, they've added a smile to it now. But yeah, felt like that was her character. Uh, is this from Nathan or from someone called Luke? Oh, I don't know. It just says Luke. Best vegan dish. Cheers, gents. Uh, there's a, a, a two lads called Bosch. Uh, they do a wonderful, they call it a seaside pie. It's like a vegan um, fish pie. It is sensationally good. It is really, really, really special. If you're in London or Brighton, I would also recommend Ooey Vegan, um, which do like vegan burgers and stuff. I had a chicken burger from them yesterday that was probably the best fake chicken burger I've ever eaten in my life. It was absolutely phenomenal. To clarify, that was from Nathan. Uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Hello, you wonderful people. Here is the thing. Put the titles on the babyface team, bring in Banks and Bailey, do a three-way so Aaliyah can be pinned, and then have the big feud between Naomi and Banks and Deco versus Dakota Sky. Also, Dexter Loomis is awesome. I think you might be bringing Banks and Naomi as opposed to Bailey. Yeah, I, I um, I, I, I think that's complicated i don't why would you add in this extra group that's what i'm guessing dan the problem is you've added steps there that don't need yeah, to be yeah. there like if your whole if your whole thing is to do banks and naomi versus bailey's lot then just do that like you didn't have to add in this extra step here and if you want to elongate it you know have banks and naomi return and then i nearly said banks and bailey it's because they were they were a team for so long my that's what my brain says. The original champs. Yeah. Uh, if you bring in Banks and Naomi, if you've got a heel tag team champions like Kai and Sky, they can just say, no, you have to beat every single other team in this division before you get to us. And then you've got like a three-month story you can do there. That's how you elongate it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and finally for now, Gabriel Reyes. I'm surprised that no one is talking about that Dakota was not the legal person. EO was. It was a very strange ending, I feel. There's every chance that that will be used to the story. As I said, like, if it's a way to put the belts on Kai and Sky, then I think you may as well just put the belts on them in the first place mm. rather than f needlessly f facilitate a second match. Um, but I'm also getting... I really do feel like it's never going to be brought up. <laughs> like, it's just going to be uh, something that fans notice, but it's not yeah. actually going to be... The like... Swerve in Our Glory won the belts in the same way, where like apparently the legal man wasn't the one that was pinned, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this will this will be the rematch." Never brought up again. I, I, sometimes these things don't. Sometimes people just get the wrong person pinned. Yeah, some things are just mistakes. But try telling that to AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, <laughs> who just tossed that US title back and forth for a couple of months. I reckon they did it on purpose. <laughs> Oops! Oh no, I won the belts again. Right, so this episode of Raw was from Pittsburgh, which had Kurt Angle um, appearing, and it was the go-home show for Clash at the Castle. Again, just like last week in, the, in Toronto, I can't believe I'm actually remembering where Raw's taking place first off, but I woke up excited for this. Yeah, me too. I, I actually have been for the last few weeks with, with Raw now. Uh, the kickoff, well, not the kickoff, the opening match was AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler taking on Finn Balor and Damian Priest. I thought, oh, poor AJ, you ain't getting a win here, are you, bud? <laughs> Why do I saw Dolph come out and I thought, but the Ziggler Naissance. <laughs> yeah, which was that what you're going with? The Ziggler Naissance. He won't win, but he'll have a great showing. And he's with AJ. Like, they protect AJ pretty well. Oh, no, okay, it was a 10-minute match. Yeah, <laughs> it was a 10-minute match in the Judgment Day 1, which I think is the right decision. Yes. They've got the big match of the pay-per-view. They announced later on that it's going to be Judgment Day versus Edge and Ray. So the smart thing to do here is to give Judgment Day the win. Priest lost last week. So this get Priest is the one that got the win here as well. So that builds Priest back up, gives Finn another win as well. And Dolph is on this losing streak storyline where he hasn't got it anymore. So he's the perfect person to pin. This is a very, very smart, simple way to, to, uh, to further two storylines. 
Yeah, I just I just push against AJ here. Um, oh yeah, don't put AJ in this position. I, if Ziggler wants, you know, AJ has history with Judgment Day, but I would have much preferred Ziggler go. I'm on a losing streak. I need to beat these guys. They're a tag team. He finds a tag partner that is not AJ, and they have a match. You know, like Cedric Alexander, Mustafa. He's, he's already in a tag team. They're in a tag team together. Yeah, what three three on two. Well, I mean, it's, well, later on, when um, the Mysterios help Edge to beat up Judgment Day, Jimmy Smith's like, the numbers game's even now. And I was like, no, it isn't. It's three on two. It's like everyone can't see Rhea, Rhea Ripley. She can't get involved. The second they attack, Rhea has to get out of the ring. Um, so this, yeah, the, the match itself was just fine. Uh, nothing spectacular. Nope. Uh, less than the sum of its parts, I would say. But... The, it was all about the angle afterwards. Judgment Day win, thanks to a bit of interference from Ripley. Edge is shown arriving. He comes straight out. Still, he's angry, but he'll do his entrance. Mm -hmm. um, and then he has some cute lines. He says that Judgment Day are only here because they didn't get tickets to My Chemical Romance. Funny. I mean, they are our band. And then it was like, but I haven't come alone. And the Mysterios jump Judgment Day with kendo sticks. Uh, Rhea Ripley did some, you know, in Jurassic World, <laughs> when Rhea Ripley, when when Chris Pratt calms yeah, yeah. down the Velociraptors. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what Rhea Ripley did, but then she effed him. Well, yeah. See, I mean, what I think a lot of people are missing here is this was a wonderful bit of visual storytelling, which was Rhea Ripley telling Dom to hand over his boner. <laughs> it belongs to her now. <laughs> You don't get to have a boner. Unless I say unless so. I say. And I'm going to use it on you. Because <laughs> Dom's there with his boner in hand. Yeah. And Rhea's like, Dom, mate, I think you'll find that belongs to mommy now. <laughs> <laughs> and Dom was like, you're right, mommy. It does belong to you now. Wow, wow. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I've been naughty, mommy. Yeah. Hands over his boner. And then Edge and Ray get in the ring. You're like, what are you doing? And then yeah. Rhea Ripley escapes, or well, like the Judgment Day pull her out the ring. And then Edge and Ray were like, "Yeah, good one, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, didn't it, a woman? Almost had her. Oh, no. maybe, maybe next time." And Dom's like, "Oh God, I've got such a... <laughs> someone give me a pillow. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone got a pie to hand? So yeah, we'll just uh, no, we'll come back to that later. Uh, Kevin Patrick tried to interview the Miz backstage about being kidnapped. Miz does not want to talk about it." Yeah, I mean, I wrote my notes here. Recap of the Miz getting kidnapped, and then the next segment, he's just there. And was like, "Oh, he's fine. It's it's okay." I I know what you mean, and I thought that initially, because we're so used to these big things, particularly kidnap storylines being, and here they are, everything's fine. There's no legal ramifications. That's very much an old regime trait. I think they did enough it's, throughout it's, the episode to make it okay. I, I wrote this in my notes. This is the first time The Miz has done something of interesting note. Probably since the 2016 <laughs> two-week two, two week run he had with Dolph Ziggler. You always talk... There was an episode of Talking Smack in 2016. And that is the last time The Miz... Is, <laughs> this is, well, this is character. He's been WWE champion since then. Yeah, well, he beat Bobby Lashley. They mentioned that on this episode. Or he lost it to Bobby Lashley. He beat Drew. <laughs> they, but, like, it, it's actually something for him to perform in matches. Mm. He's got a character now. He's got a storyline that he's progressing to. Because something clearly happened with Dexter Loomis. I'd imagine probably a lot like what happened with Rhea and Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Stereo, and he does not want to talk about what happened. So he's just like pushing Champa away. There was a moment during his match with Bobby Lashley where Dexter Lumis appeared in the crowd. He was like, Champa, go get him. Miz doesn't want to go there. He's like, Champa, mm -hmm. you go get him. And it led to the loss. And Miz was like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. We'll get to that later. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka took on uh, three sort of local wrestlers called Danny Moe, Katie Arquette, and Kayla Sparks. Apparently one of them was on AEW Dark at the same time. I mean, it's a probability thing at this point. If anyone who isn't <laughs> signed to WWE appears on a WWE show, they are likely at the exact same time in a video that's just been uploaded as AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. Someone just in the chat says, "I see we're forgetting uh, Miz versus Shane." I think we all need to let's not pretend oh, that was a, let's not pretend that was a good feud. It was just no, a very silly WrestleMania. That match. was an amazing match. Yeah, for not like wrestling reasons, it was for sports for sports entertainment reasons. Amazing. I don't care. We've got to include that as a that that is something great. Miz has done. Was it Miz or was it Miz Dad? Because <laughs> Miz Dad was the star of that show. Uh, Asuka won with a Asuka lock. It was just a way to give them momentum. 
definitely, stuff. definitely did not then need them to cost the heels the match in the main event. I, I quite like this as a, a simple six yeah, woman yeah, tag yeah. because they've got the six woman tag at the pay per view. I more like this. I think that it's makes sense. Thing. Yeah. Uh, Adam Pierce offered Miz counseling backstage. And that's when Pierce revealed that, look, you won't talk about it. You won't talk about it to the police. That You won't press charges. That means Dexter Loomis, he's free. So the Loomis, Chekhov's Loomis is cocked. Uh, what if they're working together now? Well, you know, maybe. Kurt Angle then comes out, and it is always a treat to see uh, thousands of people yell, you suck. At a beloved wrestling star. Corey Graves on commentary to be like, like if you're new to this show, that's a t- <laughs> it's an endearing thing. Like we're doing it because we love him. He gets out there. He has like a four words, and I, as he was talking, I was like, "Oh man, Chad Gable better come out." Shoot! <laughs> Chad Gable comes out and he invites Kurt to join the Alpha Academy. They have some fun comedy. I've seen some people be like, "This was awkward. Went on too long." Oh, I disagree. I loved it. I thought it was really, really funny. Chad had this great line when he said something about, you know, your local sports team or whatever, and the crowd booed. And he's like, guys, guys, don't boo. We've got an Olympic hero in the ring and Kurt Angle. (laughs) (laughs) But it was really, really good. He even said, excuse me, baking powder. He's my guy is Chad Gable. (laughs) He likes all the movies that I do. What movie is that? Well, it's uh, Wayne's World. Like, Shoes is from uh, Encino Man in America, California Man as we know it here. (laughs) And and then they got into a shooshing battle with each other. I thought this was terrific. This should have been the father and son pairing. Oh, my God. Should have been the father and son pairing. No disrespect to Jason Jordan. I thought he ended up doing really well out of that until his injury. Yeah, gold-blooded. This was what it was. Uh, Street Profits came down for the save as baby faces. Now, I've got to... Should I say it? Yeah, yeah, you do it. It's fine. They were dressed in black and gold. And I just heard the the, the commentators go, Hey, look, they're in black and gold. And I wrote down in my notes, Ho, ho. How silly. It's another Triple H NXT reference. Another subtle, egotistical nod. Turns out, as every single person has fairly told me on my news video earlier today, it's the colours of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I went through the comments because there was a, a little bit of teasing in the Rest Talk news video. I was like, I want to go see, what, see if there's any reaction to it. Oh, and something in between the two things. Like, oh, I, I you think... found your glasses. Yes. You've been looking for those sunglasses I've been looking forever. for them ages. They Good. were right next to my magic spoon box, as it turns out. Um, Great cereal. It really was. Uh, and is. And uh, I was like, well, let's go see what the reaction to this is. And all I saw was Ollie, Pittsburgh Steelers. Ollie, the black and gold's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ollie, the black and gold's this. And I turned to Andy and I said, oh, no, Andy, Ollie got a sports thing wrong. <laughs> now every comment is talking about the sports thing. It's, it's, I get it because nobody, re- when you leave a comment, you generally watch the thing that happens and you, you write the comment. You don't realize. I, I, I don't. You don't I, need I, comments. I, no, I watch something, and then I, if I notice a mistake, I'll go through comments to see if anyone's already pointed right. it out. Because the last thing they need is someone else pointing out that they made a mistake. Well, you're a god among men. Thank you. Uh, but I totally get it. Every, it's just, it's exhausting <laughs> being <laughs> corrected by by about two hundred people. Uh, but it's my, it's my mistake. It's my mistake. But just it's a it's a very YouTuber problem. You know, like first world problems. YouTuber problems. Uh, yeah, that is... Uh, <laughs> it's the last thing you'll think of before you fall asleep yeah, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's my mistake, so <laughs> I own it. Uh, Street Profits then took on Alpha Academy with quite the night, like a nice stakes of Kurt Angle's soul being on the line. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, because like they said, we'll have a match. And Chad Gable was like, all right, but if we win, Kurt Angle has to join the Alpha Academy. Simple stakes added to this match. And, like, the crowd didn't get into the match whatsoever. Like, you could hear a pin drop for some of the near falls at the end, which is a real shame because I yeah. think it was a really, really good match between these two. A lot of fun. Really good near falls, really good fast-paced action. The crowd just didn't care for it. <clears throat> but I actually liked the drama of Kurt Angle possibly... Because there was part of me that was like, oh, I would like it, them to win, though, because I want to see the, the three of them together. But also, I want to see Kurt Angle drink milk with the Street Profits afterwards, because that's bound to happen. Either way, I'm a happy boy. I started fantasy booking in my head. Kurt just slaps 
Ford on the ropes or something, and that leads <gasps> oh. to, and it was all a setup. Yeah. And then Kurt is with Chad, but th- <laughs> that's getting ahead of ourselves. The Street Profits won. Yeah, really fun match, particularly near the end. Uh, Dawkins did this pounce on Otis that sent Otis over the announcer's table. It looked brilliant. And and just when nostalgia acts were brought back in the past, they'd generally be either used to bury current talent or humiliated. So if if we didn't like the nostalgia act, they'd bury our favorite wrestlers. If we did like the nostalgia act, they lose to Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, Vince hated us. He resented us. But what we got here was a really nice win. Afterwards, the Street Profits gave him some beer. Should, should not give Kurt Angle beer. I'm pretty sure he's, you know, alcohol-free for ages. So he spat it out, and he got the milk bottles up, and they celebrated drinking milk. It was a delightful, delightful scene. Really glad that we're carrying on that Street Profits breaking up storyline. Yeah. Do you think that's gone? I th- I mean, I, th- I think the Street Profits themselves were trying to get it dropped because <laughs> the commentary team kept telling it, and they weren't. And then I thought maybe they are going to do something after the SummerSlam match, which I still don't really get with all the no. Jeff Jarrett stuff. But here, they're, they're just fine. They're together, and they're on the same page. They wrestled Seth for a bit. And yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm glad to see that the milk was fine this time. Did you see Cat Angle tell the story recently? Uh, the curdled milk for yeah, Rock. So like they had a scene with, it was during the invasion of Cat Angle and the Rock. And afterwards, they celebrate with some milk together. But the milk had just been left out all day oh. and had curdled. And so when they cheers it, if you watch it, Rock drinks it and immediately spits it out. Because like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This appears to be fresh milk. Yeah. That's fine. In, because at one point he, he starts chucking them to people in the crowd. Like, Holy <laughs> crap! I thought they were glass bottles, but no, they were like uh, plastic key bottles. Yeah, Tony the Milkman coming down and glassing people. All right, who else wants one? <laughs> um, after that, we got. Honestly, the Kurt thing that came up later, which we'll cover, this segment and the Usos, Kevin Owens stuff and Sami Zayn, I thought was top raw. Like, mm. that these were genuinely great bits. I put these segments alongside AEW segments. Yep. Really good stuff. Riddle and Rollins. They, they had, there's footage of them having a brawl in the parking lot earlier in the day. Jimmy Smith was like, you won't believe this shocking footage. And I was like, oh, I know I can believe yeah, it because yeah. I saw them do this last week <laughs> with yeah. lots of camera angles. Yeah, it's more of the same really, yeah. for the last few weeks. And because of that, it had to. It couldn't be face to face. It had to be in separate locations. Corey Graves conducted the interview. Was in a third location. Like, yeah. WWE for all the improvements they're making, cannot stage things. Still <laughs> haven't quite worked out how to stage things. Well, for this, I thought it worked. No, Riddle and Rollins worked completely fine. Like that was awesome. It's the Corey Graves bit. Corey Graves like, got up from the desk, be like, "I've got to go conduct this interview now," and then just walked to where Kevin Patrick is. So. Why didn't Kevin just do this? Yeah. And if it's Corey, just do it from the commentary desk. They I just they cannot stage these things. I disagree on this one. I think this was this was fine for what they were trying to do. So it was Seth and Riddle and they exchanged the usual, I'm gonna beat you, I don't like you, do but I'm gonna turn you into another Cody Rhodes, all that stuff. And at the end, Riddle says, I'm going to prove there's only one man in Seth's marriage, his wife, Becky Lynch, the man, stuff like that. Cute line, there's you go home angle. Goes to break, comes back. Bad Bunny's won an award. And then the commentary team are like, well, we're going to show you some footage because we went to break, but the interview segment, after they thought the mics were off, carried on. And they show this footage, and Seth just drops all of the stuff, and he goes cold like a cold killer, and he just says... Oh, you want to talk about my family? Let's talk about yours. Your wife divorced you. She took the kids and they don't want to see your bitch ass anymore. And Riddle exploded. Like, I'm going to F you up, censored it. This was phenomenal. This was so good. This was amazing. Because you're right, like the, the, the first half of this, which was just like standard promos, nothing really to it. But that's by design. Yeah. Because it's all about what comes here. And I thought this was so, so great. Like, from, like, the whole thing of, like, yep, and we're clear. And Riddle be like, okay, cool, are we done? And Seth's like, hey, Matt, you're still there? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. And then they have this whole thing. Riddle's, like, expletive explosion. Mm. I, I, where are you? Where I'm going to come find you? I thought this was 
so so great i have really really enjoyed the build that these two have had mm. going into the match uh this coming saturday and i and I, I think they've done a really really great job with this and i thought this go home angle with just a couple of lines made it one of the most anticipated matches for the weekend i think the build has been fine um you know to, to, at the end of the day to me it's just a couple of guys brawling over and over again mm -hmm. but this one line at the end oh they're, they're, yeah I, I love this blood feud now. I cannot wait to see them wrestle. Uh, Seth, interestingly, and I think it's what helped it work so well when he's doing the, the full interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he dropped it all. This was no longer raw pro I mean, wrestling. Gimmick. This was like, no, I'm going to, this is real. And it made me realize, actually, and it's something I've been kind of aware of because Seth laughs. I'm like, I'll oh, just shut up and go away. I, d I don't like Seth's current character. I, this was great. Yeah. That's the Seth I want. Manipulative, mm -hmm. evil Seth. Not comic book, Maybe well, comic-y laughing Seth. More of that Triple H slow resetting of just like going back to NXT mm -hmm. characters that I like. Yeah, I hope so. Great angle. Uh, Bobby Lashley took on The Miz next. Uh, this was for the US title, yeah. and I no one could give me a reason as to why. The, oh, I think everybody who competed in the shot to get a US title now also gets a shot. That really undermines the... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. Champa had to win two matches uh -huh. in order to get that shot at Bobby, and all the people that lost got a shot at Bobby. It was that first two weeks, it felt like the US title was really being elevated, and now it feels like, yeah just a thing to fill some time on the show which is a shame it's it's you know but it's a good way to fill time because bobby lash's entrance is so long <laughs> spin <laughs> around for <laughs> it just goes on for ages um miz is still doing his sort of ptsd kidnap victim angle so initially he's, his mind isn't in the match but champa starts to interfere miz gets on top to the extent where he's going to beat bobby lashley yeah uh, i don't know if i would have thought yeah, that yeah not. And then Dexter Loomis appears at the top of the stands. Miz gets distracted, says, Champa, go after him. Champa turns round. Loomis is gone. Champa's like, what? Miz gets put in the hurt lock and loses. Do you want to talk about the, the final angle that they have? Well, first off, do you think, oh, okay. Champ, was Loomis really there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope so. Yeah. Because the whole crowd saw him. The whole crowd, and actually the commentators saw him as well, so I feel like if Champ was the only person that didn't see him... Didn't the commentators also see Warrior? They, they did, yes. And we, the audience, did also see Warrior, I guess. I'm just looking at Triple H has done some really good stuff, but also, let's not forget that NXT in recent years has been insane <laughs> sometimes. Here's a thousand-year-old woman! Yeah, they've done haunted houses. Yeah. So I just, they're actually haunted. I just, uh, you know, I, I, Miz has got PTSD. I think I've got PTSD from Vince era. Do you not think he was in the car either? Do you want to talk about the car? Well, I mean, only because it made it really made me laugh. So, like, Miz leaves the building. Champa runs up to him and he's like, hey, Miz, do you want to talk about what happened? And Miz is like, no, I don't. I just want to go home. He gets to his car. Kevin Patrick runs up and was like, hey, Miz, do you want to talk about what happened? He was like, no, will he off? I'm trying to just go home. <laughs> he gets in his car and he drives off. And you just see Dexter Loomis's face in the back seat. Go, Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> and I did have this thought. I was like, oh, I hope Dexter's driving the car so he can do that. But no, he's in the back of the car and the crowd popped for him. I Credit two trips and WWE here. The crowd are popping for Dexter Loomis, which if you'd have said to me 12 mm. months ago when he was in NXT, I was like, that'll never happen because he's quite boring. But they've done a really good job of making him feel like a big deal. So where do they go from here? What, what possible payoffs could this have for the Miz and Loomis? Uh, could be that Miz uses Loomis as his new lackey instead of Champa. Um... Maybe the Miz becomes the lackey to Loomis. So, so has Loomis kidnapped the Miz, and Miz has fallen in love with Loomis? Mm, I don't mind it. But then, going to divorce Indy Hartwell so we can marry <laughs> Miz instead. But in that case, so the the kidnap angle was a ruse because they're always in cahoots. Oh, I don't know. There's also part of me that doesn't care. 
Is that is that I bad? Because I don't. I... This is the problem. They've made me care. <laughs> this is the thing. Is like I am intrigued to know where it goes next, but I don't care enough to fancy book mm. it. It's a weird little thing because I I've never really encountered something like this before. I do want to see what the next chapter of this. But I'm also not bothered by what the next step is. Oh, well, surely we got this with who run over Roman Reigns. No, they killed my interest in that when it wasn't Buddy Murphy. Yeah. And then it was um, uh, Eric Rowan's twin brother. Oh, that was so <laughs> funny. It's <laughs> so like every week they were like, how can we undermine this storyline <laughs> further? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not that bothered, but I do want to see not it. I'm not fantasy booking. I want to make that clear. I'm trying to, I cannot think of a single way this storyline works which concerns me also it doesn't involve aj anymore either <laughs> yeah yeah so that makes me think that aj was always a red herring that loomis was actually watching the miz oh it was aj versus miz wasn't it mm. which is actually a really smart that's very good i like that uh but yeah one of the i did not see this coming this was so sweet edge comes up to kurt angle sorry backstage. sorry someone's don't loomis it's a tag team name. They're Loomis. Dexter Loomis. It's worth it for that alone. But I don't think you want Loomis. I don't think you want Loomis. Miz is goofy. I don't, I, Dexter the... Loomis is caught named after a serial killer named Dexter and a detective that went after the serial killer Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. He's got a goofy name. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. So backstage He's a in goofy the locker room. character. <laughs> in the locker room backstage. Kurt is there and Edge comes up to him and he's got some pictures of their career. And Kurt's like, I'm not falling for this again because you've got nasty comments written on the other side and I hold them up to the camera. And Edge is like, no, no, look. And the first one's blank on the back. And he's like, oh, okay, let's, I'll read these. And he starts to look at the pictures and it's nice things. I'm sorry I beat you for the US title. I'm sorry I shaved your head. It's it, they, they, but it's also highlighting all of the times that he's embarrassed yeah. Kurt, and but it was something in a sort of like a loving way. I, I mean, I don't, Edge didn't really try with it. See how small the pictures were that he printed yeah, off. And yeah. put on, like these are massive placards, and he printed off. I would say postcard size images. That 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 you're rocking about a hundred pixels. I think <laughs> yeah. he's not he's not saved it in the correct file format. He hasn't no or PNG it. He hasn't put it into Photoshop, trying to enlarge it somewhat. No, no, terrible image quality. But it was it was the old gang that they did back in the day, where the stuff written on the side of it, and it ends with "You still suck." And then Kurt Angle walks over to Ray and Dominic Mysterio and he's like, look at this nice thing that Edge did for me. And then he sees the back and realizes what has happened. And he says this line, Christ, on Friday, he did it again. <laughs> what was, what was our favorite recent Kurt line? The production? Oh, God, oh my God. You remember the production trucks? <laughs> oh, oh my God, it's millions of dollars. Oh my God, it's millions of dollars. But he was just so, so rubbish at delivering that line. Uh, I thought that, yeah, it was the way Edge said, but seriously, man, I love you. And it was a really nice yeah, just reflection of, of them and, and where they are now. I I found it incredibly heartwarming. It was quite, it was very endearing. And then Ray and Dominic had a chat where Dominic told his father that he's going to turn on him this weekend. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got some nice Connors Cure stuff, Titus in the front row, really sweet. And then we got... This was my favourite thing on the show. Just, and it was like... <sighs> Like 45 minutes long, I think. Mm. Excellent. The, the bloodline come out, Usos and Sami Zayn as sort of... Uh, has anyone made a Sami Zayn's the third Uso joke? <laughs> <laughs> I think some people have tweeted oh, yeah. me to say that. Uh, so they came out as sort of the silver surfer to Roman Reigns' two-year title celebration, which is just perfect timing with Clash of the Castle on, on a Saturday. And Sammy had all this great stuff. He said, well, the, the real the real good thing is that he's appointed me as the MC. And he turns and Jay's looking right at him and he just cuts off the mic. I love this because like, if you haven't seen SmackDown, they had this amazing show long storyline of like Jimmy just seems to be fine mm. with Sammy. Like they've got their own little special handshake and stuff and it's quite sweet. But Jay doesn't like Sammy and he doesn't like how Sammy is working his way into the bloodline. But Roman seems to really like him as well. And I don't think Jay can work out what Roman's plan is with mm. Sammy. And Jimmy on this show here, Jimmy cuts this promo about the bloodline. Here's what we're doing. Here's what's going to happen this Saturday. Jay is about to cut a promo and Sammy's like, 
And the most exciting thing about it, <laughs> of all the people he could have cut off in this segment, he unfortunately cut off Jay, which just makes Jay hate him more. And Sammy's not doing it to be a dick. No, he's, he's not. He's just a bit, he's trying so hard. He is, he's trying so hard to fit in. <clears throat> and he's just, he just wants to be on their t-shirts. Three fantastic promos in that ring. Sammy Zane, both Usos. And then, of course, Kevin Owens walks out. I wrote my notes here in all caps. Oh, yeah, Sammy's in the ring. Like, I was like, oh my God, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. All caps. Yes, that's exactly what I <laughs> wanted to happen. Uh, Owen says that the bloodline don't run Monday Night Raw. It's the Kevin Owens show. And remind Roman that he owes me one after that Drew match. Just like keeping those details going. Great stuff. Speaking of that, like Jay looks down the ramp, sees Kevin Owens. And then he turns to Sammy and he goes, that your boy? Mm. And Kevin Owens is like, yes, Sammy. Am I your boy? Uh, so like, yeah, I guess he is, but you know things have changed since then. Sammy is just put in this wonderful position again. Like he's he's trying to do good in this heel world, and uh, he says, "Oh, look, here it is. Here's how it is, Kevin. Um, Roman Reigns doesn't owe you or anyone anything ever." <laughs> the great line, and then Ko says, "It's sad to see how far you've fallen." The the sort of stupid beard and haircut you have these days you've forgotten you're one of the best wrestlers of all time yeah i love this story yeah. so so much sammy hears this and he you can see he understands what kevin o is saying but like internally ignores it because he believes what he's doing with the bloodline is the right thing for him so he starts to justify it not to kevin but to himself be yeah, like yeah. no the bloodline like me jimmy likes me look at our little handshake here jay well, we're working on yeah, that. Yeah, so funny. But Roman likes me. <clears throat> Roman Reigns invited me into his private dressing room. Roman Reigns has me as the MC. It was the four of us standing tall on Friday. Like yeah. It was just a brilliantly cool promo. And he's like, Kevin, I, just, I really think you need to go now. Kevin pretends to leave. And then he walks back into the ring and he gets in the face of Jay. And he's like, don't, don't think I forgot that it's because of you and Paul Heyman that I didn't beat Roman Reigns 18 months ago for the Universal Championship. So I think we should have a match now. Brilliant. What a wonderful bit of continuity. I thought this was a home run of a segment. Yeah. Jay gets right in his face off the back of that. And like, no, he doesn't say anything. And Owen says, I think this is the part where we just drop the microphones, get a referee out here and have a fight, right? And he delivered it so low. It was, it was so threatening. Kevin Owens has his character down perfectly. He can walk into sort of any storyline and just make it, all about him in a very productive, enhancing way for everyone else. He's a perfect character as well mm. because he is a a great example of shades of grey. Mm. He is no, he is neither heel nor face. He is Kevin Owens, but he's got a moral code that he adheres to exactly, and it's never never faltering yeah. in that. Uh, and then this turned into Owens versus Jey Uso, really good match with the added, like I think. Owens's recent matches have actually been better in ring, but this had the added layer of Sammy outside, caught in the middle. Six of Owen drop spot from Jay onto Kevin Owens onto the steel steps. But the big angle at the end is the Usos are distracting the referee. They tell Sammy to use the chair on Owens, and Sammy just hesitates just a bit. You could almost argue. He was worried the referee was going to turn around. That's the argument he was making to the user. It's like, the referee was right there. I couldn't do it. But KO stunned Jay because of that hesitation to win. And the Usos were angry. But, you know, Sammy, he's got that out. This is great, great character work. I cannot wait for the reuniting, uh, the reuniting of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm. And then the eventual match they'll have with the Usos. Because uh, let me tell you, that'll be a behanging match. Yeah, and then it's the start of, you know, a mat like Sammy comes out all shaved, shaved after all those years. Haircut, brings back the little flat cam <coughs> thing again, bring back the proper music. I've written here in my promo notes, I wasn't going to say this, but because I don't think it's the right analogy, but it's the best I could come up with. I feel like the Berlin Wall has fallen <laughs> and people long kept apart from their original gimmicks and partners <laughs> are seeing each other for the first time in decades. <laughs> That's what I feel like. I like it. Get it's David so, Hasselhoff out there. It's cathartic. Uh, but yeah, great stuff. And I cannot wait for that feud. 
then we had the other bits. We we also had a Gargano promo back, uh, which was filmed earlier in the day, and it was Theory just coming in, sitting with him in the stands and saying, uh, just nagging him, really. Really well done. Yeah, so because Gargano made the point of like, you know, I've been gone for nine months, the longest I've ever been away from the ring, and Theory never called me in those nine months, which, you know, bums me out a little bit. And Theory mm. sort of sees him and he walks up to him and he's like, hey, you know, when I won the US title, you didn't call me either. When I won Money in the Bank, you didn't call me either. And I think it's because you're jealous. Mm. You're jealous that you didn't get to do those things. It's not the biggest follow-up to Gargano's big return, but he's not on the pay-per-view this weekend. So you use your TV time elsewhere to build up the pay-per-view. I totally agree. You want to, um, you, you don't want to rush that ahead and get it on the card. You give it time to breathe, just like they did with Seth and Riddle, because this Saturday, it is a six-match card. Mm. I hope they don't just add four matches to this card like across the week. WWE TakeOver. We've been set, with, like, there's been so many months where we're like, oh yeah, but they're going to add this and this and this. And they don't. And they haven't. No. They've got they've got it down, dude. Right, so we haven't got any Patreon shout-outs for today, but please do go over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Sign up there because you can get your own shout-outs in this WrestleTalk on the WrestleTalk podcast exactly. and the WrestleTalk news. Yeah, and we had quite a lot of uh, content go up over the month of August. The uh, Luke and Dan mailbag show. We had WrestleTalk behind the scenes. Me, Ollie, Pete and Tempest. Episode one of Episode that. Episode yeah. one of that, talking about behind the scenes of WrestleTalk Podcast and WrestleTalk News. We had After Dark with a very, very cool lineup. And we had Mine and Ollie's review of SummerSlam 2005, where the F is Vicky. Yeah. Really, really relevant to the Dominic stuff. Yeah. So go and uh, you can listen to those exclusive podcasts by going over to there. Last call for Ultra Chats. Go to the link in the in the chat, because the normal link's broken. Tails P says, Aaliyah's gimmick was always surprise roll-ups, and Raquel's gimmick is, uh, Eo and Dakota never beat me. I guess they only lost because Bailey left. Hide a moss, Kurt has on his giant shooting outfit. Huh? I guess I thought Kurt might go for a... Uh... Go for a, you know, Kurt looked like he was dressed to wrestle. Mm -hmm. uh, tag match for sexy Kurt. All Pittsburgh teams are black and yellow. Ollie. Well, I know that now. Uh, the, the, the line in question was, do you want to do referee? Kurt, Braun's headed towards the production trucks. Oh God, they are worth $12 million. <laughs> I think that was the delivery. Yeah. But he mumbled it more. Uh, ben Vlerick. Riddle Rollins segment clearly inspired by UFC interviews, specifically Daniel Cormier and John Jones. Yeah, so that interview, exact same thing played out. John Jones was really nice. Interview ended, but they were still being broadcast, and John Jones was just like a douchebag to him. Because UFC is as scripted as pro wrestling is. Uh -huh. Hopefully they'll borrow more from MMA, like submissions not being locked in forever. How brutal is an ankle lock, really, if it took five minutes to make HBK tap lol? It's also, it's also not real. What, MMA? No, you, wrestling. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a drama. Yeah. Craig Kell. Hey guys, I'm so surprised that with the way WWE as a whole is evolving under Triple H, and it's got me so excited for Clash at the Castle. Side note, I'm coming down for Glasgow for Saturday and have never been in London. Any recommendations before I head over to join her on worship? Ooh, what would you recommend people do in <clears throat> well, London? This is for our live show. We're doing a live watch along, folks. And uh, Craig is coming to do it. Well, there's famously not much to do in London. Yeah, there's loads. Yeah, go to take in a show, take in a matinee. Oh, no one did a matinee performance. That'll probably end at five in the West End. What can you do between the hours of 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. on a Saturday in London? Drink? Yeah. <gasps> go to the largest pub in the UK. Brew Dog in Waterloo, it just opened. Why they've got a so slide. Why are you so obsessed with Tory Waterstones? Because they've got a slide in there. Weatherspoons even. Damn, I messed up my own joke. <laughs> Damn it. Craig Kell. Oh, sorry, I just said that. Actually, just while we're on that subject, um, obviously there's a we sold out our watch along for Clash of the Castle, the joiner on worship in Shoreditch. Thank you everyone who's bought a ticket. We're really looking forward to seeing everyone there. So I know that there are some people who are going to be disappointed that they can't be part of the party. 
Well, fear not, because we are live streaming our reactions to Clash at the Castle live from the Joiner on Worship. And I'm so, so excited. Me and producer Rich went down there a couple of weeks ago to do some tech tests. They were successful. So we now can announce we are doing a live stream reactions as per usual from the venue where we're hosting the live party. It's going to be great. We've, uh, we've bought equipment to, to make this run well. Uh, Armageddon94, four-month member. I doubt they'll do this, but it might be interesting to have Theory address that this happened to him in NXT and try to reach out to The Miz. That might be a bit too confusing for mainstream viewers. Yeah. But I do like that. There, I think there are certain aspects of NXT continuity you want to bring up. Like, they didn't really do much of Dakota Kai and Raquel, mm. who are former tag team champs together. Like, she was the bodyguard, yeah. but they never really played into any of the match. Bernie Botts. Seth Rollins has not missed since he turned heel. Let's forget about the thing with Ray's eye. I genuinely want him to become WWE or Universal Champion. Riddle has been on fire as well. Love the more serious attitude from him. I love the fact he's got his first name back. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. He's Matt Riddle again. So much better than just calling him Riddle. Uh, Austin Theory next, do you think? I reckon so. A lot of, like, so many websites keep saying that angel and umberto have got their names back but it's not reflected on ww.com but matt riddle is ten ruzza this was a bit slower this was a bit of a slower raw terrible first tag champs for the re returning titles ko zane and the usos was gold riddle rollins doing the john jones daniel cormier heat segment was great pumped for this weekend sasha naomi next raw please rock versus reigns i still think they didn't rock versus reigns mania, but it doesn't need the titles that's good yeah. i'll hot tag across finn brennan says hello gentlemen just want to say i'm looking forward to meeting you in person this weekend finally after the patreon calls i have great faith that you guys are wonderful people lots of love the findicator finn Brennan. Can't wait to meet you, Finn. That's going to be so good. Charles Berg. So I make a dog calendar every year featuring my five-day-a-week dogs. I'm wondering if you'd like one. It'd be an American calendar, so no European holidays are marked. But I'll send a note on each dog's name. I'll need info on where to send it if you'd like one. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm a cat person. Yeah. but uh, And you hate dogs. Famously. But Adam, Laurie, I think they all uh, Laurie's a cat person as well. He likes dogs as well. Yeah, he's just got a cat. Yeah. And Andy's a cat person because mm. he's... And Pete's just about to get a cat as well. I feel like we're a cat We're office. a very cat office, but Adam and Terry, I think, love love dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, send it in. Um, Jenna should be able to... My Je mother Jenna can, Jenna can sort, that out. sort that out. But thank you, Charles. Uh, the 666 Sentinel says, Ollie implying that Vince <clears> was the Berlin Wall of Wrestling is strangely accurate. The Loomis appearing in Mrs. Car reminded me of Undertaker's Buckle Up Teddy bit when he kidnapped hey, him yeah, in his yeah. limo. I think Stephanie one was always the better one. I think the Berlin Wall is a great wrestling move name. <laughs> it's the Berlin Wall, brother. Yeah. The Guilty Hats. Honestly, really surprised at how excited I am for Clash after the last few weeks. I bought tickets to support being uh, bringing big wrestling shows to the UK, and it's only a 10-minute walk from my house. Just hope it lives up to the hype now, or we get Sammy on the mm. show. I think Sammy will be there. Yeah, I think he's definitely getting involved in the main in event. In the main event, yeah. And Ten Rosa Sears said, would love a new design for the unified titles. Would love one to be, and would love it to be one women's title, one world, one tag, and build the US and IC titles as each brand's own titles. Really want Sasha and Naomi back already. Keen for a great clash and all-out show. Worlds collide also. As Big I, old weekend. I think the report is that they are going to split the belts up again, and it's just going to be each brand will have a, a world, a tag, a women's, and a mid-card belt. Mm. And that's, that's, that's what it should be. Yeah. Uh, I think you missed one. Dodzy155. Oh, so which version of Ollie will we get at the watch-along party? Standard Ollie? Ollie Thority Ollie? Kawaii Ollie? Or Painmaker Ollie? Uh, Mod Mother, can we get a poll, please? Well, it's too late for a poll, unfortunately. It's Standard Ollie. Regular Raleigh will be in attendance. Uh, and if you want to hear us talk more about Clash of the Castle, tomorrow here on the Rest Talk podcast channel at 3 p.m. UK time, our predictions video for Clash of the Castle will be going live here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. It will also be available in the audio feeds. Well, and I think Sean, uh, with no message, is just... Uh, oh, yeah. Keep up the good work, lads. Uh, really pleased the Raw is good at last. So are we. We're really yeah, enjoying God, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but yeah, please... It's your final week. Oh, crap. Yeah, we're going back to AEW. Yeah. So is this... I mean, do we want to say this is going to be the final time? Yeah, it'll be be someone else. Yeah, it'll be me and someone seat. else. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, shucks. You and I have been doing this together for... Shucks, how long have we been doing this, man? A well, month. <laughs> <laughs> no, going back to the old t-shirt days. Yeah, yeah. 2017? Yeah. You and I started doing Raw reviews together? I didn't even think of this. It's the last time you and I will do a Raw podcast together, yeah. on a regular basis at the very least. Yeah. I'll have a, a, a different co-host sitting in your chair. Obviously, they'll never replace you. Um, but they'll they'll have to do. Yeah, I actually don't know who it is yet either. Yes, we've got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, and soon it's next <laughs> week. But thank you very much, everybody, for joining us today. Please give us a subscribe for those predictions tomorrow, and jam that jam. Jam that jam, everyone. Have a great day. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.